0: In this podcast, I will be sharing stories of transformation so you can know, witness, and understand what's possible for you too when we play together in the cosmos. Let's go. Welcome back to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. Oh my goodness. In today's episode, we have Dana Haynes, and she has just the most... Impressive bio you have to refer back to the show notes to read everything that she is trained and educated in. She is just the true embodiment of of of, of a goddess of a goddess of being of owning your queendom of just like really living and being and breathing who we are created to be. Um, I wanted to have her on today, though, specifically talking about grief. She lost her 20-year-old son a year ago, and I have been watching her through social media in awe of how she has navigated through this pain and uh, her grief, and I've just been so inspired by her, and I feel like as a community, you know, as a collective, like, There's so much loss in our world right now. It just seems like everywhere we turn, there is just, we are losing more and more and more people. So I just really wanted to have her on so that she could help talk us through what grief looks like, you know, like how we can connect with our past loved ones and, and how that can help give us peace in our hearts and, and how we can truly find joy after losing someone that is so special to us. And it's a beautiful conversation. As always, I invite you to listen with a open mind and an open heart and just receive um, this cosmic healing, you know, this cosmic information of things that of that we don't know. We're we're just here to learn more and more about ourselves and about about what is possible and about our souls and our spirit and and just connecting deeper and deeper to ourselves and to that that is outside of us and within us. So She is amazing. We are so lucky. This woman is a very, very busy woman, and we are so lucky to have this time with her. So just allow yourself to go ahead and take a deep breath and through your nose. And when you exhale, just allow your shoulders to relax and just be here. Be with this conversation and let it move you. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you soon. Hello, Dana. Thank you so much for joining me in this conversation today. I have been so excited to have you on this podcast. We met um, in 2017 at a retreat in Sedona, and I just remember meeting you and being so in awe of you and inspired by you because you really are like you just emit. Goddess energy. I mean, queendom. Like you, just like really embody all of that. And I'm just really excited to have you here. Can you tell us where you are coming from? Where you're zooming in from?
1: Love it. So takes one to know one. First of all, Vaughn, you're amazing. <laughs> I ended up loving Sedona so much from that trip that I ended up moving there. <laughs> so literally I have a home there and I'm also a snowbird because I don't like the cold in Jupiter, Florida. So I go back and forth as I just, I love Sedona the healing red rocks and the powerful vortexes and all that magic. is just amazing. But um, yeah, since then I've been on such a journey and I've, added more tools to my spiritual toolbox in the meantime. So, and so much has happened, of course, since then.
0: Yes. Um. So you, do you, you host like epic big time retreats? Are they, where are they usually located? Yes. Yeah. So they just kept
1: growing. And so
0: I ended up finding a wonderful spot
1: in 30 minutes east of Fresno, California. And it's this giant, like, playground, summer camp kind of vibe. It's got, you know, we we run out the whole campus. There's swimming pools, there's archery, there's fitness center, there's horseback riding, all of that. Plus we do, you know, classes from sunup to sundown. So it's five days, four nights, and it's called um, Soul Retreat. And we are doing it the last weekend of September, September 28th through October 3rd. And That's a big one. So that one, we, it's close to 200 people that come to that. And it's just for women. Yeah, it's crazy. We love it. It's so much fun. You have to come. And then I, you know, some of my people that have been with me for a while on retreats were like, you know what? We really need a smaller one. You know, like, hey, what about us? We like a small. So I also am hosting a smaller one in Sedona, just 20 women in May. So the May 19th through the 22nd will be Sedona and I think I only have three spaces left so it's going to be juicy too it'll be really good but they're completely
0: different because it's
1: just different vibes and different things we're doing right
0: yeah um, and so like with you I mean you are such a intuitive like when I on Facebook I know when you do your like the angel card readings I mean, oh my gosh, the hundreds and hundreds of people that join in to receive messages that that are delivered through you is incredible. I'm always like, what where are all these people coming from?
1: <laughs> people love the
0: readings. The
1: readings are really really fun. I do a ton of card readings, but I also am a trained psychic medium, so I've been really working heavy 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 uh these last couple years in my mediumship and it's grown and grown and grown and i even took a course a, a year-long mentorship with tony stockwell for a trance mediumship so i'm a trance medium as well which trance is nice because you can kind of go into this light state and um get some different answers for your clients and actually solve you know questions you know people have had someone, a loved one cross over in a questionable manner, I can actually go into trance and get answers for them. So it's really, really nice. It's also a very healing modality. So I love doing trance work alongside of the psychic work too. So it's just a nice blend.
0: So with mediumship, is that more specifically connecting with past loved ones that are on the other side? Yeah. So I do what's called
1: evidential mediumship, which means, I have to bring forth evidence that I have your loved one, not just here's grandma, and she loved baking cookies because everyone's grandmother probably made cookies right back in the day. But here's grandma, she had a green car, her favorite, um, you know, hymn at church is whatever, and she wore red every Monday. Like, she has something like that. It's like, what's all we in, How do you know all that, you know? So that's evidential mediumship. And once we gather enough evidence from your loved one, then we can get a heartfelt message from them to you, which is really nice. And then I can take a look and see who else is there. You know, a lot of times people are like, I want to connect with my grandmother, but I'm like, wait a minute, did you lose a neighbor back in the day? Your neighbor wants to say hello, you know, it's four or a dog or a pet, pets come through too. So animals, they get animals, they get everything. So it's it's really, really, it's fun and it's, Fascinating the intelligence of the spirit world that will come through and show and just give information. It's just, it's crazy. Like, I, every single time I'm done with that, I'm just like so thankful and humbled by, you know, spirit just coming through and gracing us with its presence.
0: Yes. It, it is so, it, it is mind boggling. It is, it is crazy and it's so healing. And what a gift that you are able to connect in that way and, and, help people that are going through the grieving process receive that level of um just peace in their heart and so it's fascinating also that you were diving into this advanced mediumship um, because the main reason I wanted to have you on this podcast today is in regards to dealing with grief and I know you have lost your son and isn't it just, incredible, like how you were drawn to that work. And then here you are going, literally going through it. So can you please tell us about your experience and what has been going on in your life in that, in that way?
1: So what is crazy is before I lost my son, I was doing going down two journeys at the same time. And one was, of course, this advanced mediumship and these wonderful trainings. And part two was I have been in a year long uh, Pachamama school of the ancient ways of the Quechua people who live high up in the mountains of Peru above Cusco. And I've been training with these healers and doing these wonderful, wonderful transmissions of power and transmissions of energy healings and um, learning how to do it and actually receiving a car pie, which is a transmission of power to do them myself. So fast forward to in the middle of all that, I get, of course, the phone call nobody wants. And that is your 20 year old son has crossed over. And it's like, wait a minute, Wait a minute. No, 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 no. You know, this can't, this can't be, you know, this can't be, you know, you're in denial. So all the things start to happen. You know, my daughter, thank God, my daughter was there visiting at the time and she took the phone call with me and it was her dad telling us and we were just, you know, hysterical. And it just it turned from going to numb to all of every emotion you can think of, like why did this happen? I'm so angry. I'm angry at source, you know, I'm angry at the universe, I'm angry at everybody who has a, a child still, <laughs> you, a boy, you know. If you had a 20 year old boy going, you know, back to college, I was sending you daggers on Facebook. <laughs> I'm like, how could you post that? You know? So it just grief was just this potent you know, powerful thing that I had no control over. And and I remember somebody messaging me at the time early in the grief. They're like, this is going to be like a spiritual awakening for you. And I was like, S you, I don't want a spiritual awakening. I want my son back. That's all I want. You know, it just, you can't, it's just, it's so, it's so crazy grief. And that how just, it knocks you to your knees and how people have described it as, you know, a tsunami, like just a tsunami wave comes, knocks you out of nowhere. So I started, as soon as I started getting a little bit, you know, out of that fog, I could get off the floor. For example, I'm not in the fetal position 24 hours a day. I started like, okay, well what's out there for me. And I found Facebook groups that were, you know, grief support and moms who had lost their sons. And it was, a catch 22, because you'd have people supporting, but then you'd have every single day, a thousand posts. Like I just lost my son yesterday and he just, you know, shot himself. It's like, wait, I don't want to read that. Like, oh, oh, oh like every day Then I would start reading posts, you know, I'm in year five. I can't get off the couch. I've lost my job. I lost my husband's. I have no friends. My health is terrible. I'm, you know, losing my home. I'm homeless. I'm like, wait a minute is that going to be me? Like, I'm never going to get out of this. You know, people 10 years, 20 years. And I said, this, this is not for me. This is not for me. And I told my, who's now my husband, but he was my fiance at the time very early. And I said, all right, all this, it's time to put it all in play. All these energy practices, these sound baths, these, the breath work, you know, the Reiki, the anima, waka, these energy transmissions, it's time to see if this stuff works. It's time to put it all to the test. Like, That's it. You've been studying this for years. Let's go. So I said, you know, I devoted every waking hour that I could to energy healings, literally energy healing. So I'm in Sedona. It's like a Mecca. I literally was like, all right, where's the sound bath? Where's the breath work? Where's a Reiki thing? Where is anything I can sign up for? And I just constantly started going to these. And then in my classes, I was like, listen, I need extra healing. You're going to have to send me whenever I need a, I need a, I need the fastest on an animal walk. an animal walk eye is a very similar to a soul retrieval in the shamanic tradition. So when you have a traumatic event, a piece of you is, is they say forever lost. And you can feel that you feel like something's missing, something's missing. And physically, you know, that like uh, I'm, I'm missing a loved one, but energetically, the shamans believe you've lost a piece of your soul. It's a soul retrieval and the animal wakai is designed to call those pieces back to your body. It's really really neat and really really beautiful um sacred, you know, power transmission is really really nice. And so the first time they did it on me, I was like, I better get some relief cuz I've been running this and I'm, I'm the best person to test it on. And the first night after I got it, I was the, it was the first night, I think I slept through the night and I was like, all right, I didn't feel a thousand times better in the daytime, but I, you know what? It was a little, it was something, it was something. And I was like, all right, we're on to something, we're on to something. And I just kept going and going and going and going. And then I went to, um, Dr. Joe Dispenza's retreat which then I did the advanced, that was our advanced retreat. Then there was an advanced follow-up retreat. And that is where I started rewriting the story and rewriting the script, just like he teaches. And I refused to walk around that event telling people that I lost my son. I was like, you know what people, I don't need to dump that on people. And I'm not here for that. I'm here to work on me. And ever since then, you know, my perspective has changed and I have been, Every day one every day is a one step closer to just feeling like amazing. Now, I'm not going to tell you it's perfect and like a song comes on the radio and I'm not knocked to my knees crying in my car, but I will tell you, most days are great. They're amazing. And I said, you know what? I need to do something. So what happened was I was seeing all these moms in that grief group saying, you know, they want a medium reading. They've had shady mediums or somebody scammed them. And I said, you know what? I wasn't doing my mediumship at the time because I was like, I just can't. And I said, you know what? I'll do them for you guys. Let's do some little group ones. And so I get like five people in a group and we do, I would give them all a reading and they loved it and was healing. And they were like, when's the next one? And then more people would tell their friends. And so all of a sudden I had so many people. My daughter was like, mom, I can't keep up with your message center. We're going to have to create a group. Let's just make a group. So we made this group um, called Moms Who Lost Sons afterlife conversations and more and the reason I didn't put daughters in there is at the time all I had left was my 24 year old daughter and I couldn't read stories of people losing their daughter I was like that's gonna knock me to my knees like I just can't I could not we can but at the time I was like I can't do it and the group that I was in with the other group was plenty big like I'm like there's enough of them So fast forward to the group has grown. I don't know. I think we have like 8000 members in it, like maybe more, maybe 10 every day. There's like 40 people wanting to be approved. And I, we got so big with people wanting medium readings that I now have enlisted all my friends, Tony Stockwell. I said, Tony, what do I do? And he said, go get your medium friends and ask for help. And And that's what we do. So last weekend, we did, um, we usually get anywhere between 200 and 400 moms on a Zoom. And last week, we had 11, 12 mediums. So we had six breakout rooms, which is nice, two mediums in a room. So we go back and forth. And they got the most heartfelt, amazing messages. And so I have this like new mission. And the moms, you know, they want more. They're like, this is amazing. I feel so good. And I said, you know what, I got to create a container for you guys that we can work in a group separate from this on Zoom that I can do this animal walk-eye on you as a group and I can teach you guys power breathing and I can teach you um, how to work with your triggers and a vagus nerve reset and how to get signs. A lot of moms were saying, I don't get any signs from my son. And I said, I'm like, that's impossible. Yes, you're getting signs. Let's talk about it. So that's where I created this four-week sacred container of a grief support group that's called Take Your Power Back. You're not gonna lay on the couch and you're not gonna be because you know what? Your loved one is looking down for at you from another place, and your loved one's in such a great place and thinking, Oh, it's a party over here, wait till my loved one gets over here. Here, she's gonna love it, right? And then they go down, take a little peek to see what you're doing, and you're curled up in the ball on the couch. You know, like, do you think your son, like my 20-year-old son, wants to see his mom? grieving crying all day and he's like living his best life over on the other side because we are eternal soul beings just because you drop your body doesn't mean you don't exist you're we're continual okay we're like a circular person you know you no ends and no beginning we're always here we're eternal soul beings and so that's that's what the four-week grief support group is and mentioning also back to that circling back to the retreat I did have about, I want to say 15 moms who lost a loved one Um, and then come to find out there was way more like you have in your group too, grieving. I had so many grievers on my soul retreat last year in California that we started working with them too and doing, you know, because on the retreat, we're doing all that sound baths and power breathing and walking and we have wellness workshops and just forgiveness writing classes. It's just amazing. So um, I just was like, we are so onto something, because what is out there for them, you know, like a grief therapist, which is awesome. That's cool. But people want something more, let's work with energy, you know, let's do an energy healing, let's do energy healing. So it's all about, of course, feeling better body, mind, and spirit, but spirit is what we're working on mainly in the grief support. And what I work on, I work on really hard on the retreats. You know, I do something called Intensati, which is spiritual fitness, and it is power mantras with power moves, and it's so fun and it's set to the most upbeat music, tunes you love, and it's it's a fan favorite. Like everyone's like, can we do this every day? It's amazing. So that'll be on both retreats. I I may incorporate that somehow into the grief support classes, but. I'm going to teach people a daily mantra that literally saved saved me when it was so early in my grief, like a week out. I wanted to go for a walk in my neighborhood, and I was like, "How am I going to walk around the neighborhood without crying? It's like going to be embarrassing. It's going to be embarrassing." You know, I just didn't want to walk around and cry. I wanted to just get through a walk. And so, I have a mantra that I use, and I have you know like a a system and a technique for that. So,
0: and it works. It works. I've tested it. (laughs) This is incredible. Um, talking about the energetics, because when when someone is in a place of that heaviness, how what does that impact of their energy, like how how do you describe that and and feel it in the body? and how can they not necessarily move through it, but like what is your process of of describing how when you're in one state versus another state energetically?
1: Yeah. I mean, people have, I I still think the tsunami wave is very, very good, but it's, it's, you know, like an elephant standing on your chest and you just can't, it feels like you're just like powerless. You can't move. You can't do anything. And so, um, I do want to also say like healers, like, like you, when you do like breath work and Reiki and all that good stuff, it's so I didn't realize the power of somebody doing it on you because Reiki I've always been like no. right until I was in this and I said to my friend who's a Reiki master Katie and I said could you please send me some Reiki today I'm I'm on the floor she would be like all right I'm gonna do it right now and then she texts me I'm done and I literally I didn't even look to see the text i am gotten up and I'm like oh so I so, I just got some breath br- like walk around and, and the power of prayer too. When people pray for you, and I never experienced that. And I know it's a powerful thing. And I know Dr. Joe has written about it. It's amazing. But until someone else does something for you. So, cause I'm always like, do I really want to pay for someone else to do this for me? But I'm going to tell you friends, when you're grieving heavily and you cannot do it yourself, that is the time to get the experts involved. And that is the time to consult your energy energy healers and to go to breath work and drag yourself there. You're not gonna feel like going to breath work, but breath work is, as you know, a trauma releaser. It's just amazing. So, you know, any form of energy healing, you know, within reason, you know, like. Even a crystal bed, if you can get on that. But sound baths, sound baths for me were one of the easiest because I didn't have to do anything
0: but lay there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I would imagine when grief is so heavy, like you literally don't have the energy yeah, to you, do anything,
1: right? And you don't care, you know. Like at that point, you know, you know, I, I'm safe to say, like probably any mom that lost a child has said, you know what? Let me go with them. Let me go with that child right now. Like yeah. just take me out. I, I, I tell my I'm like, you know what? I don't I I definitely don't fear any death anymore. I used to. I could care less. I'm like, great, I'm gonna go see my son. Like, that's how I am now. But at the time I was like, take me, just take me, end my suffering. Let's go wherever he is. It's obviously a better place. I'm here for it. And I just don't and that's fine because those thoughts come up, but the point is not to be stuck there. And that's dangerous. You know, it's 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 dangerous. And then you're just
0: staying in that loop of that energetic low vibrational cycle.
1: And, you know, the answer from your doctor is going to be to medicate you and sedate yeah. you. You know, the the amount of Xanax that people are on and the amount of Ambien to sleep, it's, it's it's not good, friends. I'm sorry. It's it's like if you wake up, you don't feel good. You get on Xanax, you, you really, your body, you know, I did Xanax for a week. And I couldn't do it anymore. My head is bad. It's literally like you have a giant wound and they're handing you a band-aid. Like, okay, you take the band off, the wound is still there. It doesn't heal, you guys. Like it's it's masking and and you don't want to be on that stuff for years and years. I mean, you can, but you know, I'm no doctor by the way, and I'm not giving dispensing medical advice, but I don't personally take any of that. And I want to, I want to take my own power back. Like I want to pretend at all times I'm stranded on a desert Island and what could I do with myself? Right. You know, and I gotta, I gotta do this alone. And the other thing is with grief, your friends, family, they don't get it, you know, and and you're going to assume because they're not talking about your loved one anymore that they don't care. And they're like, they've moved on. Yeah. They've moved on. It's not their life. This is your journey to go on. And they're not, I always say to my mom, my grieving moms, I'm like, are your friends, Grief experts are they trained therapists? Because if yes, and they don't talk to you anymore, yeah, they abandon you. But if not, they don't know what to do with you. Did you know what to do with you before? You know, like I wouldn't know what to do if bomb this happened to you and the roles were reversed. I'd be like, sorry, girl, I feel bad for you, but like, what am I gonna do? Right? Like, so people are relying on everything outside of themselves. They're relying on a doctor. They're relying on their friends. Like, you know, no one does. It. They're relying on whatever. You gotta align yourself. You gotta take your power back. Take your energy back. Take all of it back.
0: Can you give an example of someone that is able to connect to a past loved one? Like some messages and information that they can receive. Like if someone's in the thick of their grief and you know, like, because you, it was so unexpected and you're literally reliving that trauma. Like how can connecting with a past loved one, what, what, what can that provide? Like what can be said to help alleviate some of that?
1: Yeah. What's nice about getting signs from your loved ones is you can start to realize that they're not gone. The thing is when you lose someone, you're they're missing. It's like a missing person's case. Like all of a sudden they were there one day and the next day they're forever gone. And it's too much. It's literally too much, you know, And, and you just, you can't fathom it and you just can't process it. And just the fact that they're, they're, they're gone. is just, it just weighs on you so much. So when you're able to see a sign, like all of a sudden you're sitting alone and your lights are flickering for no reason, you're like, wait is could that be my loved one or you know there's no rain in the forecast and you go outside and there's a giant you're just thinking of grandma and you go outside and there's a giant rainbow like you know what you just you know that could be her you know and could it and it just it warms your heart and it just starts to just give you a little bit of peace back, you know, a little bit of peace back every time you get a connection. And I think that's why people love the mediums, because you know, what they're getting my God, that's like a phone call to heaven, right? It's a phone call to heaven. So why wouldn't we want to talk to our loved one, you know, when you're telling me, you know, I have your sister here, and she passed from breast cancer. And she's just said she loved that loves that new puppy you got. It's like, what did she hear? You know, it's just It's, it's heartwarming. It's literally, it, it just, it just revives you. It really does. And it makes you think, you know, that I I want people to realize there is an afterlife and that's, you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, either don't believe or just don't know, or, you know, they don't know what to think. Right. So that's why I love signs from your loved ones. And I love um, readings, you know, from legitimate mediums. That's the other thing I forgot to tell you in my Facebook group I have a vetted list of mediums, not only that I recommend, but we'll do them half price for the grieving moms. Mm-hmm. So there are, these mediums are doing this out of service. They're doing, they, they f- do it for free, the big readings, and then they can get big prices and they do a discount for these moms. I mean, I love them and they, and the, the moms love that. And it's like, we have a love fest every time we're online. It's crazy. Just,
0: oh, I can imagine whoa.
1: And the mom's love, and I think I'm I'm definitely opening up the group to moms with daughters, I wanted to say too. So if anyone wants to join the, the group, I'll give on the link. Please come on over. But um, we have, we've even, we do Saturday night hangouts too. We're just, it's called Saturday night support group. And we just hang out and I put them in breakout rooms and they just chat literally because just. You know, it's nice to be among other grieving people you would believe. And I tell them, I give them a little like preface, like we're not going to cry. We're not talking about our loved one. I want to know about you. I want to know what kind of ice cream you like. I want to know what's your favorite movie. I want to know what's your favorite color. What's your zodiac sign, right? And, you know, like we met as 14 year olds at the mall. What would we talk about? We certainly wouldn't be talking about grandma that crossed over, right? You'd be talking about yourself. So I'm trying to get people to find that not only inner child, but just find them again, you know? And so I think a community of grieving people is key. And I may be so onto something that I might have to either do another group or something with just grieve her with, you know, because yes. like, I didn't realize when I did the retreat, because I put on my questionnaire, I said to my daughter, let's put all the grieving moms in a little um, squad. Then they can hang out and they'll get to know each other. So I put a question on the survey. I said, let me do this little survey. You know, are you I didn't think. I just put, are you grieving? Yes. I I was like, that's not the 12 grieving moms. How am I gonna know? I said, Oh my word, people are grieving, just like you said, like
0: you know, and I didn't
1: realize I had women who come, Juana just lost her spouse. And she was just in a funk, too, too like that. Another one just lost her father, and just you know, just and another one lost her
0: mother, It's just you know, yes, was, exactly. And, and it just people. seems like there's so much more loss in our yeah, world right now. And too. yeah, so really. and so this is it, it's just so important that we understand grieving and energy and how we can work through it. I mean, cause it's not going to go away, you know, like you're still going to be grieving. You're still going to be hurt right. and missing. So, right. And here's the
1: thing I tell them. I'm like, it's, I don't want you to think that if you stop grieving, you're not remembering your loved one. Yeah. How about you be in charge of the grief though? Like you turn it on or turn it off and, and grief doesn't, I let, people always use that quote, like, Grieving is just showing how much you love. I don't know about that. I don't know about that quote because when I'm in a grieving state, well, of course I love my son. I'm, I'm, I'm. It's all about me. It feels very ego-based when I'm grieving, to be honest, for me personally, because I feel like you know, sad me, you know, sad me, sad me. You know, how could you do this? I'm supposed to be a mom. I'm supposed to be a mom of a son. What happened? You know, he's never gonna get married. Blah blah blah. And it's, it's pity party. I tell people like it just puts you in a pity party. So if I can reframe it, that now I'm in such a place where I think of my son, instead of feeling grief, I feel love, I do feel the love, I just feel love, I love to talk about him. I love when people, you know, say, like, I'll even stop skateboarders, because he was a skateboarder. So I'll stop skateboarders out and about and say, Oh, my God, can I watch you? Oh, my God, nice backflip. I love your board, you know. And they just look, they always look at me like I'm nuts. Cause these are young boys. Like, why is this older lady talking to me? So, and, and I was, I lost my son and they don't care. And it's so funny. And I realized, you know what? My son felt like the same way. He was the same way. We're like, why is this lady talking to me? But it just makes me feel good. I don't care. Yeah. So you no, know, it's just, it's about finding joy again. And most women I'm sorry, most people, I shouldn't say women, most people grieving don't want to give themselves permission to have fun right. or to have love, love for themselves. They self-loathe and they don't, they feel if they're having a good day. It's bad because they're not going to miss their, they feel like they're not missing their son. You know what I mean? Like they're like, they're, they're doing him wrong. And that's, that's, that's not the way you want to live. It's not the way you want to live to, to express your love for that person better to have a good day honestly yeah. it's always better to have a good day than a bad day and and also when you're grieving you are taxing your entire all your systems your nervous system your circulatory system as you know you breathe so Vaughn teaches you know in the breath work you know you're breathing shallow right you're breathing shallow it's, it's anxiety and that's you want to breathe down from low down low in the belly belly and chest and um what happens when you're in stress mode? You go into fight or flight, and your body starts producing cortisol, the stress hormone. And cortisol is only designed to be used in a quick panic, like you're a deer and a lion's around d- around the corner. And the deer sees it, and the cortisol shoots, spikes, and it gives them just enough energy to run because you're in a fight or flight. So it flights, and it leaves, and or it hides, and then the lion leaves, and then the the deer goes right back to eating berries and the cortisol stops because what would happen if the cortisol keeps going, it's going to take all of your other body's resources. And so down the line, you're not going to be able to sleep. You're not going to be able to you know, digest food. Your reproductive system is going to, everything starts shutting down. It, it literally drains your body of its life force. It's vital life force. So you don't want that to happen. So it's just not only feeling better emotionally, but it, it this will work your physical body too
0: when you take your power back really well. Yeah. I wanted to ask you too about the soul of the past loved one. So like when, you know, the soul, you know, like when we create our soul experience in this lifetime, what are your thoughts on, um, like exit points and when all of that, like, talk to us about that because I, it's, I feel like there's gotta be so much like comfort as well in that of knowing that the soul chose, you know, was like, okay, this is my time when I already knew I was going to be checking out. So talk to us about that.
1: Yeah, I try to tell people like we've all we all come down here with expiration dates stamped on our forehead. Right. So you've got the expiration date. We're all going to expire. Just a matter of when. Um, and one of my favorite gurus, Neem Karoli Baba, said that nobody crosses over a day before or a day after that they're supposed to. So you go on the day. Now, exit points are interesting because that throws a twist in there. And I study Dolores Cannon. I'm also a QHHT practitioner, which is quantum healing hypnosis technique. And that's where I do the group past life regressions with her technique. But um, Dolores says that we do get exit points, which is going to irritate people, because I'm going to tell you why, because you get exit points where you might take the exit or you might not. But I don't want you to think physical, this is where people get messed up. So if, if someone told me like, well, your son got an exit point, and he took it, but he could have taken one at age 80. I'm going to be mad at him, right? right? However, don't think of it as the physical person, the ego person that went. It's the soul. The soul meets with the soul guides and decides, like, is it your time? Did you learn everything? So Earth is a school. So you're here to learn the curriculum and the soul, um, you know, experience. They They come and review it. And they review and they say, you know what? You hit everything you wanted to hit. This is it. Like you're done with this one you can start a new live. You can wait, whatever you want to do, hang out. And you know, that's what happens. So, cause I think people will feel abandoned with the exit points. So I don't really harp high on the points until you've studied more, maybe Dolores can of material. but well, that's a rabbit hole for people, but it took me a while to get down that rabbit hole and understand it. But yeah, it's, it's, it's so interesting. And, and if you want to read a really good book, it's Anita Morjani's book of um, how she literally, she was like, forget stage four cancer. She had stage five. Like she was down to nothing. Like, just like she was dying. She was like dying and, and literally had the out of body and has a, has a whole, it's called dying to be me the same of the book. And it's so fascinating. It's so fascinating. What, what ha- what she'll tell you about how she, saw her and all the stuff and then she knew she had to. she didn't want to go back she was like i don't want to go back in that body she knew it was riddled with cancer she was like i don't know back down there and to that she's looking down at it and she's looking and seeing what the doctors are doing to her and all this stuff and she's having and, and i won't spoil the whole book but with the dad and the, all this experience. but the the reason i'm telling you this she decides she wants to still live her husband's you know heavily crying and she goes so she goes back into the body and when she finally comes out of it they're like oh my god it's a miracle she tells the doctors like oh this is some miracle she's like no i died and they're like no you didn't and you know vitally yes you did but you didn't like go anywhere she's like i saw you doing this this and this and the doc the the nurse with the pink hat on she was over in the corner and you kept playing changing the radio and that's (laughs) we <laughs> were like what. And so yeah, so that's the book. This is one of the books, there's tons of books like that. You can also look up Brian Weiss does past life uh regressions is really good. I mean, yeah.
0: Oh, it's just yeah. it's, it's just fascinating. so fascinating and it's so exciting to be able to just explore these realms of of consciousness, you know, where we, we get so stuck in, well, this is this and that is that like, and so that's another thing that, you know, people that are, um, you know, really strong in their Christianity, you know, like how, because this seems like really uncomfortable to be able to talk, use a medium to be able to speak to their past loved ones. Like what, how do you explain that?
1: Yes. So I was raised Catholic. I did 12 years Catholic school. My mother is an ex-Catholic nun, folks. So you can imagine the house I was brought up with, which I think has been good because then I can understand how people were raised. So when I got older, I started to really realize about um, a lot of the churches, what they're designed. And these are antiquated systems. If you ask me, these were designed a long time ago for people to be very based in fear. And when you're fearful, you're going to turn to the church to help you. And, you know, Catholics believe you can't even talk to God. Like if you want to confess your sins, you go through a priest. So you, you, you don't get to talk to God, but we can. And so if you think about that mentality that I can't have a direct connection to the divine, Of course, they're going to say, don't go to a medium, because again, it's not the church, the church is not doing mediumship. So that must be bad. So that's, that's out, you know, you can't do tarot cards, because that's you taking your power back too, and you not talking to us. So that's banned. And, you know, back in the day when they used to, you know, burn witches at the stake, you know, those were just the medical healers of the time that were using herbs and using using tinctures. And it's kind of like big pharma now in my brain, you know, like those big pharma, like shuts down any the holistic doctors that were trying to, to help, you know, with their, with their remedies. And back in the day, you to just they just, man, you're a witch, you know, because you have powers, we don't, and you know, (laughs) we don't condone that. So we're just going to fry you, you know, it's just crazy, the thinking and I don't, I don't I'm not here to condemn anyone with any kind of a, you know, Christian faith or any kind of faith. I just want you to question it. Just question everything. And that's what I had to do for myself. And just see if it aligns with you. And you know what? If you'd have told me this 20 years ago, I'd have been like, no way. Like, um, like you know, I, I you know, so I I get where people are at, or thirty years ago, I should say. Um, you know, as I was a scon- ensconced in the church, so I I get you know, where you just you don't realize there's other ways out there. And so it's nice. Um, That's why I like when people do like breath work, or, you know, go on retreats, and they just start to dabble and they start to like, "Hmm." I, you know, what I see, I hate to say this phrase, but gateway drug, a gateway drug into all this always seems to be crystals for people like, you see like people that are real skeptical and super religious, and they like, yeah, I love this crystal. I got this crystal bracelet, and I'm like, "Oh, you just wait! You're gonna be doing card snacks!" Like, no, no, no! I'm like, "Oh yeah, it's coming!"
0: (laughs) And then the next year, there at your retreat, it's like they really are.
1: Yeah, literally, the the amount of people that went to my retreat that now are waking practitioners, soundball healers, you know, like you. It's so I watch them on Facebook, and they're they're you know all this stuff. I'm like, I need to do all of it. I'm like, this is hilarious! Like, go, you're like, it's like. It's like light. I should call it light worker training school. Is what I should call it. <laughs> you know, like so fun. It's so fun to see just people lighting up and spreading light into the yes, world. Is,
0: and isn't connecting that about? to their truth and their own energy, and and then being able to share it. Because once it's activated within you and witnessed within you, then that is the next step. Is you want to share it with others, and that is the only way we're going to light up this world. Right. It's all about
1: spreading your love, keeping your, and and loving yourself. And just if more people were just feeling better, I think the world would be a better place. It's hard to tell people just to love people when they just, they don't feel good. So that's why, you know, all of this, these energy trainings and energy workshops. And I know you do a retreat, you do retreats. Your retreats are phenomenal. They look amazing. So, Get to a retreat, people. I don't care whose retreat. Well, I do care whose retreat you go to. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyone Vaughn rec- recommends or mine, um, of course, and Vaughn's 100%. But a, a retreat is life changing. It really is.
0: It really is. It really is. Oh, Dana, I'm so appreciative of your time today. I know you are so busy and I just really honor and respect you and your mission here on this earth and the impact that you are making to so many, whether it is people in grief or just people trying to connect more to their light and their energy and to heal on a soul level, you are creating that environment. So I'm so grateful to you. Um, Before we sign off, please let everyone know how they can connect with you and I know you do have specifically the four is it four weeks or no it's six yeah. months yeah. yeah
1: it's a four week grief support February 18th and 25th and March 7th uh, March 18th and 25th so if you're watching this after the fact there are replays available with this so if you miss the first one and you're like oh my God it's already February 24th you can still hop on and you can either replay it up or you know get on that whatever catch up on a live whatever so it will be available and it, they'll be just as powerful so we'll be doing lots of meditations on them too so you'll be able to keep those and use refer to those over and over and over again so it'll be really really nice so and is
0: that mostly um grief across the board or grief specifically for yeah, so that, one is,
1: that one is anyone grieving so if you're missing your mom your dog anybody you know Your male, female doesn't matter. That one will be so great for everybody. And if you're feeling a lot of guilt, most people have this survivor guilt. So it's such a great, I'm going to teach you how to to get rid of the guilt and put the joy back in your life and start Mm. to feel better. Just body, mind, and soul. So
0: what a beautiful, beautiful offering. And it's what, like 111 bucks? hours. It's four, like
1: three-hour sessions. Like you can't even work with me for an hour for that. Even that, like, like yeah. So, I, you mean, I mean, like so, it's, like it's uh, so affordable. It's it's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> yes, for, for sure, absolutely. So when I saw your offering that you just released it this week, I was like, okay, I we've got to get this offer out to more people because there are so many people stuck in this low vibrational grief process. You know, and again. It's still there. Your pain is still there, but that doesn't mean it has to control you. And so this is just going to be a wonderful, wonderful thing to tool many, many, many tools to, to work through and to learn. I mean, this is, we're supposed to constantly be learning, evolving and growing and just educating ourselves. And so this is just an amazing opportunity to learn more about this. This very emotional topic that everyone is go is going to go through. I agree. So please join us. Love to help you and Bon, you're the best. You are. Well, how what is the best way for people oh, to yes. connect to you?
1: Yeah. So it is, it's so easy. It's magicdana, d-a-n-a.com. Magicdana.com. I will get the link up for the grief support there because it's a longer link. Um, I'll put it over on magic data on the homepage. And then if you hover at the top, you can see the different soul retreats we have for 2023. Um, or just get on the list. Maybe this year is not going to work and you just want to be on the future. I do an email list. You can just click on, you know, contact us and get on the list. So we'd love to have you. I do do free offerings. I do intensity free online Zooms um, intermittently. I don't have a a schedule, but it's really, really fun. People love it. Super powerful. It's, it's fun. It's really fun. So do that. And I've done some sound, sound bath healings online too. So just get on the list for sure. Magicdana.com. And I'm Dana L. Haynes, H-A-I-N-E-S on Facebook.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, I will make sure I have all that information in the show notes. And again, just thank you so much for your time, your wisdom, your voice. And I'm we're all very much appreciative. So thank you. Thank you. Ron. All right. We will shall chat soon. I am so grateful you played in the cosmos with me today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a review. So other open-minded souls can come along this quantum healing journey too. I am most active over on Instagram. So come find me at Von Piero and say hello. Talk to you soon.